Episode 13, Nine Ways to Healing with the Vagus Nerve. So last week we took on some practical tips and methodology for establishing a relationship with your inner parts, and we used the steps from Janina Fisher's book that she uses in her clinical practice. And so today I want to go even more basic and give you some basic, wonderful applications that will help you to address stress and anxiety and that are so very practical. These techniques are based in an understanding of the vagus nerve and are simple to do. You know, sometimes it seems that the simple things are too simple to really work because, you know, often we want something dramatic and life-altering like a thunderbolt. But take a breath, take a breath with me, and let's discover methods that are simple, effective, and really work. Hello and welcome to the Goddess Archetype Code podcast with me, your host, Erica Randolph, an intuitive guide and licensed trauma therapist. I use myths, music, and meditation to support emotional healing and help you regain a sense of your personal power. You see, I stand for connecting you with your feminine empowerment through radical self-love, which I hope to change the world. So a little disclaimer, this is not intended as therapy, but for educational purposes. Looking for the light, it's a daily fight and things go bump in the night. The news of the day is outrageous, that's what the mad folks say. Who told you that you had Did you ever wonder how you can consciously tap into the power of your vagus nerve to trigger your sense of inner calm and to reduce inflammation in your body? But today I will give you nine practical methods you can use immediately to become more calm and find ways to soothe your body and emotions. So I trust that many of you have heard of the vagus nerve. You know, there are quite a few websites nowadays that are devoted to this nerve, but I'll give you a short overview. So the vagus nerve, which is also referred to as the wandering nerve, um, because it begins in the brainstem and it has multiple branches to the heart, lungs, and internal organs. It is one of the longest and oldest nerves in the body. And it is 80% of our parasympathetic nervous system, which is also referred to as our rest and digest system. When we stimulate the vagus nerve, it triggers the release of acetylcholine. So acetylcholine is very relaxing. And it's almost like a tranquilizer that we can tap into at any point through slow, long, and deep breaths. So stimulating my vagus nerve has played a key role in the management of my mental health over the years. But what exactly is it? 
it's, like I said, the longest nerve in our body, and it connects our brain to many important organs throughout the body, including the gut, your intestines and stomach, and your heart, and your lungs. So it influences our breathing, our digestive function, and heart rate, all of which can have a huge impact on our mental health. And we need to pay special attention to the tone of our vagus nerve. Vagal tone is an internal biological process that represents the activity of the vagus nerve. So increasing your vagal tone activates the parasympathetic nervous system. And when we have a higher vagal tone, it means that our body can relax more quickly after stress. So we are able to recognize good vagal tone by our breath. High vagal tone or healthy vagal tone is indicated that when we inhale, you will have a slight increase in your heartbeat. And when you exhale, you will have a slight decrease in your heart rate. So good vagal tone is associated with better physical and mental well-being. And on the other hand, Low vagal tone is associated with inflammation, heart disease, stroke, poor psychological well-being, and way much more. So researchers have discovered a positive feedback loop between high vagal tone and positive emotions and good physical health. In other words, the more you increase your vagal tone, the more your physical and mental health will improve and vice versa. So Dr. Mladen Golubic, the medical director of the Cleveland Clinic, says, the vagal response reduces stress. It reduces our heart rate and blood pressure. It changes the function of certain parts of the brain. It stimulates digestion. All those things that happen when we are relaxed. So here's another little interesting note. There has been a few studies that have shown that vagal tone is passed on from mother to child. Mothers who are depressed, anxious, and angry during their pregnancy have lower vagal activity. And once they give birth to their child, the newborn also has low vagal activity, as well as low dopamine and serotonin levels. Weird. So our vagal tone can be measured by tracking certain biological processes such as your heart rate, your breathing rate, and your heart rate variability. When your heart rate variability is high, your vagal tone is also high. But if your vagal tone is low, don't worry. <laughs> you can take steps to increase it by stimulating your vagus nerve. This will allow you to more effectively respond to the emotional and physiological symptoms of your brain. So how do you do this? Well, here are nine ways. I will just list them out, and then I will talk about it a little bit, and then we'll have a little um, conclusion. So these nine methods include, number one, cold exposure. Number two, deep, slow breathing. Number three, singing, humming, chanting, and gargling. Number four, probiotics. Number five, meditation. 
Number six, omega-3 fatty acids. Number seven, exercise. Number eight, massage. And number nine, socializing and laughing. So let's dive into these nine ways of healing with the vagus nerve. Number one, cold exposure. That is very unusual. I would never have thought of this on my own, but here we go. So acute cold exposure has been shown to activate the vagus nerve and activate cholinergic neurons through the vagus nerve pathways. Researchers have also found that exposing yourself to cold on a regular basis can lower your sympathetic fight-or-flight response and increase parasympathetic activity through the vagus nerve. An interesting person to look up, by the way, is Wim Hof. That's W-I-M-H-O-F. He's an expert on cold exposure, and if you want to see stories of somebody swimming with icebergs and climbing up high cold mountains in shorts and barefooted, go look up Wim Hof. The Scandinavians also have a tradition of saunas and cold. So I'm reminded when I was in high school, I lived in Norway, and I had the opportunity to enjoy being in a hot sauna and then jumping into the cold snow and making snow angels afterwards. (laughs) But since we don't have necessarily saunas and snow, Um, A daily technique you can try is finishing your next shower with at least 30 seconds of cold water and see how you feel. And then work your way up to longer periods of time. You can also ease yourself into it by simply sticking your face in ice-cold water. And by the way, a little trick also is if you're in a public place and need to decompress, you can go to the bathroom and splash some cold water on your face. So number two, deep, slow breathing. So deep and slow breathing is another way to stimulate your vagus nerve. It's been shown to reduce anxiety and increase the parasympathetic system by activating the vagus nerve. Most people take about 10 to 14 breaths each minute. So in contrast, you might want to experiment by slowing your breathing down to only about six breaths over the course of a minute. So breathe in deeply from your diaphragm. When you do this, your stomach should expand outward. And then exhale long and slow. This is the key to stimulating the vagus nerve through breath work and reaching a state of relaxation. You see, the, more, the slower you exhale, the more you stimulate the vagus nerve and create that relaxation response that you're seeking. So breathing techniques are quite interesting. So the technique we just talked about is used to relax the nervous system. But there are also breath techniques to stimulate our nervous system, and we'll talk about those another time. So number three, singing, humming, chanting, and gargling. The vagus nerve is connected to your vocal cords and the muscles at the back of your throat. Singing, humming, chanting, and gargling can activate these muscles and stimulate your vagus nerve. 
So sing along with your favorite songs. Do some chanting and humming as you do errands. And um, gargle when you brush your teeth. <laughs> or at other times. So you know gargling with salt water is such a great way to deal with sore throats. So number four, probiotics. So it's becoming increasingly clear to researchers that gut bacteria improves brain function by affecting the vagus nerve. Who would have known? There's a lot of new research coming out about the effects of our gut microbiome on our mental health, as well as our whole physical well-being. And of course, the microbiome is connected to the vagus nerve, as are so many of our organs, well, all our organs, and our lungs and our heart. And the easiest way to get probiotics is to get supplements, but actually what I would suggest the best way is to eat some fermented foods every day, like sauerkraut, kimchi, you know. Number five, meditation. Meditation is my favorite relaxation technique, and it can stimulate the vagus nerve and increase vagal tone. Research shows that meditation increases vagal tone and positive emotions and promotes feelings of goodwill towards yourself. Another study found that meditation reduces sympathetic fight-or-flight activity and increases vagal modulation. So if you would like to take advantage of the meditations I create um, each week um, by following my podcast, <laughs> plug, a little plug there. <laughs> All right, number six, omega-3 fatty acids. Omega-3 fatty acids are essential fats that your body cannot produce itself. They are found primarily in fish and are necessary for the normal electrical functioning of your brain and nervous system. Flax seeds and walnuts are also known to have high amounts of omega-3s. Some interesting benefits of getting your omega-3s is that they have been shown to help people overcome addictions and repair leaky brain and even reverse cognitive decline. So researchers have also discovered that omega-3 fatty acids increase vagal tone and vagal activity by reducing heart rate and increasing heart rate variability that we talked about before. That heart rate variability, meaning our heart rate will increase under stress and then we'll relax and slow down when we relax. And the more quickly it does that, it means we have a higher variability. So this actually feeds right into number seven, is exercise. So as you most likely know, exercise increases your brain's growth hormone, supports your brain's mitochondria, and also helps reverse cognitive decline. But it's also been shown to stimulate the vagus nerve, which may in part explain its beneficial brain and mental health effects. Many brain health experts recommend exercise as their number one piece of advice for optimal brain health. You may choose to lift heavy weights one to four times a week, or do high-intensity interval sprinting a couple times a week, or walking, ideally, 30 to 60 minutes every day. The walking 
Weightlifting and sprinting are perhaps the best forms of exercise. The most important consideration is to choose a sport or exercise routine that you enjoy so that you stick to it consistently, right? For instance, I love going dancing. I don't always do it consistently, though. But I also love going to the gym. So number eight, massage. Yes. Research shows that massages can stimulate the vagus nerve and increase vagal activity and vagal tone. The vagus nerve can also be stimulated by massaging several specific areas of the body. Interestingly, foot massages or reflexology have been shown to increase vagal modulation and heart rate variability and again decrease the fight-or-flight sympathetic response. So also massaging the carotid sinus, an area located near the right side of your throat, can also stimulate the vagus nerve and even reduce seizures, of all things. So yes, get your massage regularly. And finally, number nine, socializing and laughing. Socializing and laughing can reduce your body's main stress hormone. Researchers have discovered that reflecting on positive social connections improves vagal tone and increases positive emotions. Laughter increases heart rate variability and improves mood. And vagus nerve stimulation often leads to laughter as a side effect. I don't quite know why that is the case, but (laughs) suggesting that they are connected and influence one another. So hang out and laugh with your friends as much as possible. So let's do a quick recap. We talked about number one, cold exposure. Number two, deep, slow breathing. Number three, singing, humming, chanting, and gargling. Number four, probiotics. Number five, meditation. Number six, omega-3 fatty acids. Number seven, exercise. Number eight, massage. And nine, socializing and laughing. So in conclusion, you don't have to be controlled by your body and mind. We have the power to influence them and st- by stimulating the vagus nerve. We can send messages to your body that it's time to relax and de-stress, which leads to long-term improvements in mood, well-being, and resilience. Increasing my own vagal tone has allowed me to how wonderful overcoming or being able to deal with. I think, I don't want to say overcoming. I want to say because um, anxiety and depression, sadness, uh, anger, all these different emotions that we experience, they do come and go. And they're not bad. They're always with us. But how do we deal with them? How do we take time in our day to understand how to have the heart rate variability, how to control our vagus nerve as a way of being able to make it through all these difficult emotions that we have. So I hope you implement some of these steps in your daily life. And I hope 
You live more optimally, that it makes you feel better, empowers you, brings you to radical saint, self-love. <laughs> radical saints? No, radical self-love. So thank you for listening. And please take a moment to like and follow this podcast and to find more and interesting ways to access a sense of purpose and meaning in your life. Bye for now. Looking for the light. It's a daily fight and things go bump in the night The news of the day is outrageous, that's what the mad folks say Who told you that you had 